the 3SH Honour Board. With Noel Watson chatting to local football legends and players. Part of Football Preview. Heard every Saturday morning, 8.30 on 3SH during the season. As we continue our recorded interview with the absolute legend on 3SH, Harold Pratt. And for those that haven't caught up, Brady was, look, he was a fantastic breakfast announcer for over 30 years. And him and I called the footy for almost as long. HP, I tell you what, the voice is still there for all to listen to. Now we kick off this segment having a bit of a chat about timekeeper Lloydie Jones. Lloydie Jones is a good one, uh, Noel. I don't know whether you were with me that day, but we're broadcasting from the Lake Boga Football Club and uh, Lloydie Jones was down there as the timekeeper from Boga. Most of the quarters ran about 30 minutes in those days. I know. And we got to about 34 minutes and we're... We're doing the broadcast saying, gee, this quarter's going long. We're Can't be long. we to get the attention of the timekeepers. Yep. This quarter is going long. It's already gone 34 minutes. No sign of, uh, you know, three-quarter time coming up. And then it finally got to 38 minutes. Yep. And I think I might have leaned yep, over. You looked out, yep. And pressed the buzzer. Okay. <laughs> they, they, they were sitting in the corner there having a lovely talk. They were just chatting away, weren't they? <laughs> Absolutely chatting away. Game was done. 38 minutes. Yeah, game was done. It didn't matter who won it. It was just, oh, yeah, we'll just keep going. Uh, do you still talk to them over in the North Central Footy League? Shane O'Shea, I know that you spoke to for a long time. Lovely gentleman, Shane O'Shea. Sure, sure. So the whole family. Still have a chat? Yeah, we do. Chat on a Sunday morning? Yeah, we do. What about over in the Mallee? The Mallee have sort of gone. Folded up, yeah, tragically. Uh, yeah. Cause well, that, that was an experience for me that you used to uh, talk to Russ. Uh, Gravestock over there. Oh, gravelly voice. He, he was the postmaster because every time I phoned him up, he was sort of serving customers. So yep. he'd be saying, well, what, you know, what's the chances of the, the, this side or that side? Uh, hold on a minute. I've yep. just got to serve this woman. Yeah. <laughs> you want a stamp? But epitomised country footy age, didn't he? Oh, he did. And he did so much for the Mallee Football League, kept them all together over there yeah. uh, for a long, long time. Then, of course, there's also the, the Golden Rivers Football League. Daryl Billings was the fellow that I did a lot of Host. Daryl's still around, uh, associated with the um, the Ultima Footy Club. H, you, you'll remember this. Way back, we're calling the grand finals uh, and finals up at the Swan Hill Wreck. As you say, we only had lines into a couple of them, which were uh, the phone lines. But I remember the police having to come on the ground in numbers to protect umpires and players. Were they the good old days or the bad old days, do you reckon? I think they were the good old days. I'm with you. Because it it gave you something to talk about, you know, like whether it's right or whether it's wrong. Mm. Was any damage done? Not really. A lot, lot of hot air. Was the, the police rounded up the umpires and they had them locked up under the grandstand. Yeah, they did. At the Spont Hill Recreation Reserve and then finally a few paddy wagons came and took them away and then they had to go back there to get their clothes. Get, get organised, yeah. There's a lot of memorable things, Noel. Like one of the, the beautiful things we did, and I don't quite know to this day how we engineered it because I think you and I did all the wiring, was wiring up a Murray Downs golf cart yeah, uh, to run round the outer and I think you sat in there and and Neil and myself did the broadcast yeah Neil McLennan and we could uh, cross to you Mm. uh, on the outer side and I think you copped a fair bit of abuse in the spectators didn't you? I copped more than a fair bit thank you very much for bringing that up I I still have cold sweats at night about that 
No, you set it up. Don't worry. You set me up. It up and me up. Here I am on an old golf cart flying around the outside trying to get... Oh, it was craziness. But it was, you know, like that's something that... Innovative. do it now in the AFL. Yep. Being able to, well, to um, go like that, you know, round the boundary, yeah. in particular in the golf cart, because I think you also went, went over to the uh, club rooms mm. and got them to sing the club song. song. Yeah, long, long time before uh, anybody else started to do it. <laughs> But it was a, the gear then, like the gear we had on that golf cart was massive. Unbelievable. Oh, and held together by not too much, I can tell our listeners, uh, that uh, thought it was good on the day. We had to be our own technicians. You well, might also remember the day we went to Wedderburn uh, to broadcast the grand final over in the North Central Football League. And uh, when we got there, we plugged our equipment in. Trade in, no yeah. line, no. back to the studio. And I thought, oh, God, you know, we'd sold all this advertising and we had to get something to air, so... I found a, a pair of wires, nail file, I think I used at the time. We got to air, did the broadcast, and then we went down to the secretary's office after the game. <laughs> and that's they, right. They said, how did you go? So we got off to a slow start. Something wrong with our landline. And I had to fiddle around with it. But finally we got to air, and the secretary of the North Central Football said, League said, well, that's funny, he said, because... The phones were working. working, yeah. And then by the time <laughs> the game started, they wouldn't work anymore. We, we were I off. Thought, I know why. <laughs> you did a similar thing up uh, up at Bell Reynolds because uh, th- there was only one line in, and if, if somebody got injured they had to call an ambulance, we had to go off air to, to let them use the phone so they could be on air to use the phone. Uh, staggering stuff. H, H, I want to I get back here because I know you won't want to talk about it, but I'm going to. You're talking about the Jack Betts medal. I remember we're down at the Golden Gumboot, one, the Sylvan Slipper, sorry for those that don't know, one morning, and they're doing all this yabby, yabby, yabber for the pregame, you know, the breakfast, and you and I are sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, we'll just put a list to air. And all of a sudden I hear in the background, Harold Pratt, and you and I sit up and go, uh, uh, What? H. Pratt, personality of the year for 1990. So I'm I'm quickly yeah. I'm quickly jumping for microphones and everything. So get up there, you get up there. So off you go, and I'm having to pat out, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. Here's Harold Pratt, uh, the personality of the year for 1990. Congratulations again, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Do you remember Pat Harold's speech? Oh, how could anybody forget Pat Harold's speech? That was interesting. Interesting. <laughs> 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 we all know all Pat. That, all of that went to air. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Stuff that went to air. Again, up at Tullybuck one night, there's a uh, Polly Bear. Oh, sorry. A certain Tin Tinder player, I should say. Well, yeah. I reckon the first three of his four, first four words would have got us <laughs> off. You're only trying to interview him. <laughs> we used to get around in your ute. Now, don't yep. tell me you've still got your ute. I mean, everybody knew uh, HP's ute. No, my ute, unfortunately, went to God about only about maybe a year ago. We live right on the beach, yeah. and uh, rust is a is a big problem. But my good until then was still going, and I just <laughs> wished that I'd had Graham Edgar around to, to service it. Bones. <laughs> oh, t- well, you had one of the first um, what do you call them cruise control buttons, didn't you? That that was on yeah, it. Yeah, well, they fitted. They, yeah. That was uh, Edgar Motors in those days. Yeah. They took the car one day, and when it came back, he said, "Your ute's got a cruise control now." Right, yeah. and yeah, it was a, a cruise control, and then I think, or shortly after that, there was a V8 to pull the horse float, and when it came back, a, a slow revving diff, which I've got no idea <laughs> what, what that means. Supposed to do. <laughs> apparently, that made, made it easier to tow. Yeah, and and certainly the cruise control in those days made it easy to control. But 
Yeah, no, they looked after me. My best huge story, Noel, it was, I suppose it's got a bit to do with football. One uh, afternoon we broadcast from Tuleybuck and I'd uh, been approached by the Balranal Football Club to go up and MC a, a Red Faces night and they said, uh, be very careful driving up because there's a heap of ruse on the uh, Tuleybuck to Balranal Road. Yep. It's raining. I wasn't the best driver, or well, I still aren't the best driver in the world, uh, but I took it so slowly driving all the way up, you know, raining, and I'm looking out for all these ruse that they'd warned me about. Slowly, anyway, I got to Balranon, and we had a fantastic night up there. Then I got back in my car and drove down uh, from Balranon again in the rain, looking for ruse that they said were everywhere. Got to the bridge at Tulibuck, went over the bridge at Tulibuck, the turn off to Warrenine, I went round the corner and I bowled over two sheep. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a roo. Knocked over two sheep. <laughs> uh, they probably got out of um, Carl Dutrich's. Hey, actually, speaking yeah. of uh, that big fella, Carl Dutrich, up at Ruland, can you remember him fronting up to us? In the broadcast box? Yes. Yeah, yep. The broadcast box was a tin shed between the two interchange benches. Tilly Buck were to our left and uh, Balrano to our right, and Carl apparently didn't agree with some of the umpire's decisions. I'm probably with him, too. They were pretty rough. He looked at us with those eyes, and you can imagine how he looked when he was playing footy for um, St Kilda in Melbourne. Mate, he was about eight inches away, absolutely screaming as if we could do anything, and we just say, yes, Carl, yeah, we agree, we agree, because I I certainly wasn't going to disagree. (laughs) <laughs> can tell you now. I got behind you. Yeah, thanks. I thought he was going to hit anyone. You can hit no. You can swing. Oh, it's all good. Hey, I'll go right back. You remember um, life membership you were talking about early on with um, you guys? Fossey Holland is on that board. There's a blast yeah. from the past. Life yeah, member. He was the captain out there, wasn't he, yeah. for a while? Yeah, great little player. You've been involved in the football probably nearly as long as I have been. You know, who are your better players? People oh. ask me things like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think of people like Dean Bennett. Yeah. I've never really seen a, a player in that league who was as well balanced as Dean Bennett. I never, yeah. never remember seeing him ever fall over. No, he he could stand still and not get caught. He was a he was a free. He just unbelievable, uh, Dean. He's still in town, obviously, with uh, Carini Building Supplies. But I tell you, a bloke that I think in one way revolutionised the the ruck work up here was Boxhead Amidros, Big Pete. Yeah, yeah, terrific player. And of course, in those days, uh, there was a couple of very good players with Tin Tinder. There was uh, Daryl Powell and Johnny Boyd played for Nair, and then. As a duo, they won games on their own. Yeah. You know, both very talented footballers. Yeah. There's been some, some good well, players playing well, that league, I reckon. On the honour board, I've spoken to the likes of Faye, uh, Gavin Schultz. You know, there's a fellow who had a career shooter. Yeah, I went to his wedding. And survived. <laughs> <laughs> You've done very well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know how I got invited, but I was there. <laughs> Didn't you MC Lofties? Ofty Howe's uh, wedding? I reckon yeah, you might have. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I reckon you might have. Because anyway, hey, Richard Dow, you remember him? The, the Mitchell and Man wore more tape than any bloke I've ever known. The, yeah, Richard Dow, yeah. Yeah, well, his son Paddy now playing for Carlton, of course. Yeah, doesn't that make you feel oh. old? It's scary because, as you know, we're broadcasting footy and we're broadcasting blokes who are now retiring that weren't born when I first started. When you first started. That's interesting, to say the least. But anyway, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> I know that over at the Swan Hill Wreck, Fond memories of me, in a, in a morbid sort of way, some of the grand finals because, and you'll remember these ones, we got A, locked out, B, blocked out, and C, 
not let down from upstairs. Yeah, yeah well, they pinched the ladder on us a lot, really. And I tell you where they used to be really bad, too. We, we'd broadcast the uh, Golden Rivers, Kerrang District Footy League in those days. Yep. And we used to broadcast them up on top of the pie shop. It was just an open ladder. They'd lean up against the building and you'd climb up and, you know, broadcast there. And then, then when you went to come down, the ladder had gone. Yeah, <laughs> more know, than once, thanks. But when we were locked out of the broadcast yeah. box, that was... Swan Hill. I think that was the big Carl too. Yeah, it? Swan Hill wreck. And the other really sad memory I've got is one Harold Pratt lying flat on his back with earphones on after your chair collapsed. <laughs> I thought the view down here is better anyway. <laughs> and uh, Pratty Fatney's back. That was a classic Harold Pratt manoeuvre, I can tell you. Unbelievable. Handballed it straight out as he would. Golf carts. Who remembered that one? The golf cart. Stay on board with us. When we come back, we're going to continue our chat with the one and only, no, not the country hour, the one and only Harold Pratt.